Good day, everyone. In thinking about the many topics that I want to talk about in this podcast, I started thinking about uh, and wondering, really, if I am becoming more indifferent or am I just being more careful with my own empathy? I wonder if in protecting myself, I am showing less emotion when being besides a person who is in in emotional pain. I worry that I may come across to those in need of support as someone who may not care because nothing could be farther from the truth. I truly care about people and I care so much about each of you. Recently, during sharing time in a support group, I was listening to my fellow survivors. It is a women's group, by the way, and they were heartbroken and I care so much about them. They are my survivor's family. But I didn't break into tears as I normally would have in the past. I know that it is not because of the lack of empathy, love or care. And as I am thinking about this, I realize that it is also not because I want to appear strong. A trait that I had for many, many years in my life. Most of my life, actually. It is not because I would be embarrassed to show pain. It is not because I feel guilty for what is going on. I think it is because I have finally learned to apply boundaries to every aspect of my life. This is not to say that I uh, that applying boundaries means not caring for another human who is in pain. Not at all. Like I said, I care so much about each of you and this group, these ladies I am at, are amazing and they're part of my life. They're part of my recovery, they're part of my well-being. In this last meeting, I waited to hear more from others and then I took a turn. Even though I wasn't sure about what I was going to share, truthfully, I had no idea what to say, but I jumped in as I normally do And I started talking about how amazing each of them are. I tried to highlight a little bit about each one. Yes, they are super amazing. They're so strong. They make it to each meeting every week. And they have the courage to share what they have experienced in the previous days. They, like me, struggle with the past, with the abuse, with the trauma. But they show up and share. We show each other that we are going through tough times or that we had many successes or a few through the week. We care about each other. And so when I started talking and trying to highlight some of what they had shared is when I started tearing up. I got emotional because I was talking about how wonderful they are, how uh, they have all these qualities that makes them so special. That just got to me. It is getting to me now. I think it is the empathy, but also the pride I feel for us to move forward one day at a time and one step at a time. 
back to a good place, not necessarily as good as a month and a half ago. But I feel good, still, of course, with some downs, but I keep pushing through. I keep you all in my thoughts and I hope with all my body and soul that you will keep moving forward with your recovery as well. Working you, in your well-being, you are the most important person in your life. I really want you to feel well. I really want you to feel happy. And I know you can do this. I also think that when we are under the grasp of depression, we become more sensitive to other people's emotions. We connect more at the feelings level. Our empathy is heightened. So if it is true, then I think our depression will also intensify. But that is not all. There is always a silver lining to everything. Remember that as we speak out about the pain we feel, we let it flow. It goes. I know it doesn't mean that it's completely gone. But and when we hear others, we learn from them as well as we realize that we are not alone. We are together in our pain, but also in our successes. And it is a gift that we get and that we give. Together, we are a force that moves us forward in our recovery, in being the true amazing beings that we are meant to be. We've got this. We have so many networks of people who are willing to share and give advice And we can benefit from it. We're never alone. When we share our history, we take a huge risk. And I have talked about this before, but I think it is worth repeating. I say that we take a risk when we share because we don't know how others will react. When we find someone who shares similar experiences as ours, We may find that the other person starts talking about his or her experience and our courage to open up about ours may feel disregarded, may feel like going to the back burner. Other times, when we share with people with similar history, it may be a big trigger to the other person, so they may start crying or be angry or just start giving advice recalling their own. I have to admit that I tend to do the latter. Other times, we share with people we love. And we do it because we think, believe, or hope that they will show us the support that we need. And if we are very lucky, they will. But we need to stop and think carefully before we share with our loved ones. Because the reaction may be more detrimental to our recovery than helpful. Not because they don't love us. And let me say this in a different way. The reaction may not be what we need, not because they don't love us. The people that we want to share our trauma with may be our mom, our dad, sister, brother, best friend, pastor, priest, counselor, anyone that you feel close with, anyone that you have a connection with. And they have a place in our life because of the love we share. But we need to ask ourselves if, if they are ready to hear about our history. Are they educated enough on the subject of sexual abuse 
and trauma to understand us? Do they have enough skills to show us the support we need? I think that if we doubt the answer, it may be in our best interest not to share at this point. If we still go ahead and share our trauma with them, even if our God wasn't saying go for it, based solely on the fact that they love us, we may be setting ourselves for a little bit more pain than we need. As the reaction may be one that we didn't expect or wish for, or worse, one that would be the total opposite of what we were looking for. So said all this, I ask you not to take these words in the wrong way. I think if you want to share your history, you should. Like I said before, it's very helpful to share. What I am saying here in plain words is be careful who you share your history with because not everyone will understand. Not everyone is able to provide you with the support you need. Also, another thing I want to be clear about is that I am not trying to scare you off from sharing your history. Nope. Your, your story is yours to share or to keep. To share parts of it or to share it all. To shed it in a big, bright light or a smaller one. To tell the listener if you want feedback or just want to be heard. You ask the listener if they can keep what they are hearing to themselves or tell them that they can share with one or another person. You set the stage, but most importantly, you must do what works and is best for you. I just ask that you sit with what you are about to do and be prepared for the outcome. So while I was talking about empathy and sharing with the world, I thought of vulnerability. That word has been going around my mind. In the past, being vulnerable to me was a sign of weakness. It was a way of showing others that I could be taken advantage of, a sign that my life would be seen as an open door for people to enter as they wish and likely hurt me. Showing my true emotions was not possible for me for most of my life. I could not show myself as a fearful, lonely, insecure, scared, and sensitive person that I truly am. I had to give the impression of being strong. Always strong. Wouldn't cry in front of everyone. In front of anyone, really. Being on guard all the time. And I got a good number of people telling me that that was exactly the way they saw me. Standoffish, absent, apart from the world, unreachable. And did this work for me? Did it keep me any safer? Did it add to my life? Well, no. No. The only thing I could say it added was more distrust and fear on the human race. A full emotional disconnect from others. How sad is that? Even today, I feel like my walls are up. Not necessarily very high as they were, but they are up. 
because I need to make sure that I am not hurt again. I need to make sure that I am not that vulnerable so people could use my vulnerability against me. But there is so many people out there that do care and they have no intention of hurting me. And living a life the way I was, it's just not a good thing. No, it's not a way to live. Not everyone is out there to hurt me, to hurt anyone. Not everyone is out there to take advantage of me or you. But this is a process. Being vulnerable before others, in the presence of others, it's hard. Where are you on this? How is your journey of recovery affecting your vulnerability? I am right now having flashbacks of how I behaved with my family and my friends. I remember that little young girl, very young, middle school kind of age, just, you know, always with my arms crossed in front of me, hardly talking unless people talk to me. Um, yeah, being on guard all the time. I didn't like to fight. I didn't like to argue. But somehow I managed to defend myself in school situations. I guess I felt braver when I was with kids my own age. These are discoveries of this moment, by the way. I am remembering that at some points in my life I was brave with the people that were my age, young. I suppose it was a group of insecure children. And I'm guessing that a lot of you were on the same boat. But when it came to family, to my parents, to extended family, it was a different story. I fell in the trap of an abuser, a family member, and... Uh, my mind was twisted around, used, my body used. And, you know, with all that confusion in a child's mind, you trust this person somehow. But then the rest, how could you? All these mind games that they play with you make you insecure make you vulnerable, make you think that this can happen again. Wow. There's so much, so many memories and flashbacks that come back at any point in time. I am pretty certain that this happens to you too. And it's not fun. It's not. But you see, I'm talking about it. I'm sharing with you. And I will probably think about it later. I will try to process I will try to accept what happened. And most importantly, I will try to make it, make my mind realize that this is the past. I can remember it. I know it happened. 
but it's the past. I am not in the same place. I am strong. I can manage this. I can manage my life. I want to be strong and ready and not in the defense all the time. I want to be happy all the time. I want to feel good. Yes, that's what I want. But I'm conscious that I will have my downs because depression is there no matter what. And it happens. But I also know that all the storms pass. And I will go through them. And there will always be that silver lining. Which for me is something learned. Something that I can use to share and hopefully help others. I care about you guys. Wish you the best until we talk again.